The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Hello, Terence. Hello, Darren. Before we get into your content piece today, uh, we've had a, a oh, it's been a bit of a sticky subject this uh, this week. This guy opened up a can of worms and said, "What would you tell the chick in your relationship to make your relationship better? What would you tell her to do?" Kerry got offended. Kerry started the same thing. Okay, what, ladies, what would you tell guys in your relationship? Not just men in general, but your man to make it better. And it's been a little bit iffy. So if you could tell us, like, what, what, if you could give one piece of advice to your partner to make your relationship right now better, what would it be? Sanitize. <laughs> what? Is your partner dirty? <laughs> no, I'm Yo, just get saying that anybody should actually, before even touching me, should wash their hands. No, no, get a clean partner. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. All right. Moving on. What are we What are we covering today? I'll tell you what. There have been quite a few incidents of racism on social media recently. Mm. Um, and I can't believe that in 2018, you know, this is still such a huge problem. And it seems like it's not going anywhere. So much so that there was even an app to report racism that was launched in March this year. Okay. But where is this discord coming from? You know, are these real incidents being reported or are people's sensibilities being taken advantage of by mm. the likes of Julius Malema, who uses every opportunity to spew racist drivel in public with complete impunity? You know, uh, this is my, my point exactly. I think um, our leaders have um, empowered us. Uh, you yeah. know, the likes of Trump, who thinks it's okay to call a Mexican a rapist just because they're yeah. Mexican. Or even the, the British who can say we're doing Brexit to stop those dirty yeah. Europeans from coming into our country. There's a, if our leaders are comfortable, you know, showing racist and xenophobic yeah. uh, behavior, what's to stop us? 100%. And, you know, my conspiracy theorist friends also seem to think that there's a third force at play. Mm. Some, you know, just so divisive seeds to create chaos in the country yeah. and when you consider what Bell Pottinger did you know uh, you have to wonder is Absolutely. there any truth to, to these conspiracies mm. um, but if you want to take uh, if you want people to take you seriously and you really want to be able to defend yourself on real issues mm. stop being racist yeah. and instead of being all up in arms about it do some introspection and ask yourself Am I a racist or am I not? Yeah. Um, I think Actually, I think, can we maybe just change that question a bit? Because there's not a single person I've ever met who's put their hand up and said, okay, you're right, I'm a racist. Yeah. I think when you say, are you racially insensitive? I think that. Yeah. Okay. That I, is a better question. Yeah, 100%. So you, I would agree with that. Man, I put your hand up and say, listen, I'm racially insensitive. Yeah. And I think people should really just keep their mouths shut or at the very least invoke the filter from brain to mouth or keyboard mm. before they, they speak. And if they want to speak, then they need to create opportunities to engage in decent, rational conversations mm. about this kind of stuff in order to, to educate and move forward mm. rather than the diatribes that people go into because uh, when all said and done, it's really meaningless, it's not helpful. Mm. Um, and, and I think that uh, the elephant in the room is the silence on the part of people who won't speak up. Mm. So, for example, are you prepared to stand up and say to someone, that's not acceptable, you can't say that? Or because you're the lone voice around the Brian a Saturday yep. night, around a bunch of racists, mm. do you just sit quietly in a corner and ignore it? Yeah. Or do you confront it and say, that's actually not acceptable? Yeah. You know, in 2018, and for all intents and purposes, we shouldn't be having these conversations. But coming up, I'm going to tell you um, about a, a really great initiative that promotes social cohesion rather than division. Oh, excellent. 
The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pele. Terence, I have to tell you, I, I, I am at wit's end here. I, my social circle keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking because I just, I can't stand it anymore. Were you yeah. out with, with, with friends? Really, really nice people. Yeah. Um, upstanding members of our, of our community. And then one or two clippies in, and they just turn racist. They feel it's okay to just throw around slurs like, you know, this coolie said this to me, and this K word came into my house, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I can't stand it anymore. I don't. I don't suffer those people in any anymore either. You see, the problem is the whole discourse in our country is dominated by this at the moment. These pe- uh, th- those people are not willing to work for social cohesion, transformation, a united country. Mm. You know, and they really should be silent. Um, and I'm not going to waste too much time talking about this racial division and enter the fray. I've already done that with Julius Malema and his racial statements, especially mm. on Indian people. Yeah. And so um, clearly more of the same is not going to take us anywhere. Which is why I'm pleased to share with you some news about the um, Indulamiti scenarios, which talks about social cohesion as opposed to um, social division. Mm. And last week, the government released a set of social cohesion scenarios to help people think more positively. Um, it's it's like the idea of doing future planning. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if we're ad- to adopt this strategy or this scenario, um, we would ask ourselves, what would the future look like? Mm. A couple of years ago, we had the Dino King scenarios, which were uh, we were looking into the future and asking, what kind of future do we want for South Africa? Mm. Do we want a walk apart scenario mm. or do we want a walk together future? Yeah. And that initiative had great merit and importance at that time. And I've realized that we can continue to go back and forth with someone like Julius Malema. Mm. um, And all it would do is continue to divide because that's his agenda. But actually, what I would like to do is flip it around and ask, how do we move forward together Mm. and build social cohesion? Yeah. uh, you know, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa was among the 250 plus launch participants of, of this new initiative and he welcomed these scenarios as a timely contribution which had the potential to help individuals and organizations deal with the uncertainties of the future and he encouraged those who have the means to help build a better nation to resist the role of spectator mm. and use the scenarios to move from the armchair mm. to the drawing board mm. and the project was a response to the reality that despite progress in the past two decades South Africa still faces major challenges and as a nation we're struggling to deal with the confluence of inadequate economic growth widespread unemployment sharp Mm. inequalities and of course racism Mm. which is a big part part of it and so our discussions now around these issues should be constructive and cohesive rather than divisive drivel that exists at the moment what is the name of this project it's called um the in in Dulamiti scenarios uh, and Dulamiti obviously means uh, giraffe yeah and it talks about being, uh, being, being above it all. looking looking down oh, nice and uh, uh, they've got a presence on facebook and they do okay. yeah it's called the Dulamiti scenarios fabulous and if you want to engage with terence directly he's very vocal on twitter it's at Terence Pillay, one one R in Terence. Thank you, Terence. Thanks, Darren.